made it through another season. Thank God. <laughs> and this one didn't have a confusing winner. I disagree. <laughs> Not as confusing. I still disagree. Okay, there you've got me confused. Anyway, welcome to a finale edition of the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we put the real and the tea in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. Say something gay. Gay. We're drinking coffee. What else is new? I I broke out the pancake mug because it's been a hot second since I used it on the pod. So we've got that. But if I was drinking coffee in a smaller mug, I would be using my cup mug, which is currently sitting waiting for me to wash dishes after we record this podcast. So link in the description below to get your merch. And I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea because you know I loves me some tea per. And um, yeah, I'm drinking water because hydration, water's good for you. And it's been in my refrigerator forever, so it's nice and cold, and I'm loving that. Um, but if I was drinking something else, and like my tea, if it was piping hot, like this finale was not piping hot, so I was not pulling out the piping hot tea for this one. But if I was, I will put it in my cup mug, which just happens to be right here. Because you know, you can't go anywhere without the cup mug. All the cool kids have one. You need to get you one. LanaGCreations.etsy.com is where you can get it. Get all your cup merch and uh, other stuff. So check it out. Yes. Hello, everyone. It's me, Robin. I'm so excited to be talking about this episode. It's not the conclusion I wanted, but it's still a satisfying conclusion to me, you know, and it's been a great week. I'm exhausted from all this party and going to all these watch parties, but yeah, um, I'm excited to get into the episode and the winner. There's a winner. Why did you say it like that? There is a, that's a definitive statement. There is a winner. Uh, fine. Hello, my name is Jack. Uh, I am a college student game designer, Twitch streamer, when I have time, uh, game host, uh, and coffee addict. Today, though, you know, I decided to swap some tea to, you know, quench some thirst, Ooh, and uh, maybe I chose a mug. It arrived. I got home, and I ordered it almost immediately. So, uh, the only issue is that I'm currently spun in a way that makes it difficult to look at it, but, um... Don't worry about it. it I'll hold yeah. it. You drink it. You drink it like normal. I'll have it for you. <laughs> you can see the address. I don't know why. It was my fault. This design is kind of crazy. I don't know why I put it right here in there. I wanted it right here, but... It's here. So that's what it's going to be. Can, so can the next great. one, can we do it on both sides, Lana? Is that possible? I mean, we'll see. Or like, um, we put the real and the T in reality on one side and then the logo on the other. We'll see. Great. I love having production meetings on call. Right? <laughs> I mean, tell me how going on the internet, so. You design the cup. You design. Great, I will. <laughs> Fan contest. <laughs> Well, I will jump in and just introduce myself now. I am Dominic. I am a cat dad extraordinaire and survivor fan. That's really all that there is to me. So yeah, that that's me. 
Um, and I, arms. I hear well, not and arms. Yes. What and did arms. you say? What? Picture. And, and arms. arms. Yeah. And arms. And arms. The picture definitely showed all the arms. Real. Well, so yeah, here's, the here's the problem with saying that's all there is to you, Dom, because <sighs> uh, this photo proves otherwise, <laughs> sir. <laughs> <laughs> this photo proves otherwise. Look at our babies. people. Love, love. <laughs> jealous, jealous, jealous. Yes, I am. Right. I was not emotionally prepared. I wasn't even. <laughs> I mean, well, that's what I'm showing it again. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're serving. Important other photo. Do we have the Heidi photo? Because I know that no, I can go pull us. it really quick though. All I know is I was when that picture came up, I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. I hate I know. it. Here. But it's okay because you all were looking amazing and was serving. So while I go pull while I go pull some more photos because I want to show off more photos, y'all tell us all about because you went to Bryson Wendell's finale party in New York. Y'all give us the tea. Tell us all about it. How was it? How much fun did you have? It was awesome. And Jack, wasn't this your first like reality TV event that you've ever gone to? It was. It was? And, um, yes. Uh, mostly because I finally had time and wasn't uh, up near the border of Canada when these were happening. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, my, my feet hurt, my throat hurt, everything hurt, but it was so worth it. So worth it. Uh, and also, um, Jesse, hi. <laughs> hi, Bessie. Apparently, you watched this this whole time. And oh, God, I hope I said nice things about you because we you were absolutely Jessie. wonderful. And I was at 1230 at night, very tired and uh, uh, forever socially awkward. So, you know, it works out. We love Jesse on this podcast. I'm just excited that he watched. So, hey, yeah. Jesse. Um, I went to the, you guys know Merch. Well, some of you might know Merch. From yes, the I know Merch. Right? Like, he hosted, like, a panel, the mental health and reality TV, like, panel. And I went to that before I went to all the partying. I'll say that was a really good eye-opening experience, you know, because sometimes we also be a little toxic online, myself included. Mm -hmm. And um, I was taking a little- You never, Robin. <laughs> you know, toxic sometimes in a good way and sometimes in bad ways, you know. But I, I will admit I'm a huge troll online. I do like to make funny and jokes. And sometimes it's at the expense of a lot of people's mental health. But I just want to say, like, in terms of when we talk here and we talk about this show, I specifically am talking about the people on the show and the things I witnessed on the show. And it's not a reflection of them as, like, a person and their personality in real life. Because these are, mm -hmm. are so amazing, appreciative people to have this experience. So I want to make it a good one for them, you know. But, yeah. I had a great time, and Heidi is my new spirit animal. You know, I oh, don't worry. I just pulled that photo. Don't worry. Oh God, I love her so much. That is my queen. You know, and we're gonna get into more of her, but yeah. <laughs> yes. No. I, I think going to these events, you get to really see them as they actually are, and they're also gracious and kind. Um, and it's their night. The thing that I didn't know at the very least is that all 18 members of the season's cast 
were at this finale party that we were at. So the entire cast was there. They're having their moment, but still letting us in on it. And, you know, you really do get to realize they're all people. You might have hated them on the show, but in general, I can't even think of a really negative experience I've had, like meeting one of them. They're almost always really nice. And you realize, okay, I can let go of the fact that I really got extremely angry and had to go on Twitter about you because you voted out my favorite, you know, last season. Yeah. Even like someone like Danny, who I didn't particularly like, I didn't get to really connect with him, but like just seeing how he interacted with everyone else. And like at on Tuesday, he was like super drunk and like he was, his shirt was off and everything. So I was like, he is going wild. But you know, that made me see the more human side of him and like from what we saw in this show. So that really made it fun. And Mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, I could really see uh, myself being a Danny fan. I chose a fucking Yasa buff and $10 over seeing that. Jesus Christ, I need better life decisions. <laughs> also, um, I can just speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for anybody else here, but I will speak for myself when I say I am hashtag gays for Heidi. Um, yeah. So I, I Jack, like I didn't see any photos that you posted, my dear friend. So uh, uh, that's all these photos they're... are of Robin and of Dominic. <laughs> I know I posted all on Twitter. I need to see so, Instagram too. Let's uh, see. What do we have here? We have Mariah. Uh, I needed a picture with Mariah. I do follow her content on Instagram. If you I do too, know, you should. She's so amazing. She's so sweet. A first boot that I would love to see come back. Hopefully, yes. like, first boot season. That's what we, me and her were like talking about. She's like, I hope right. you do it, and this and that. She was so right. sweet. Oh gosh, Jesse. Oh, oh. Jesse. oh Lord, Jesse. King. Uh, he was so nice. He said he watches. Oh, yeah. So I was like starstruck, but he was starstruck. Hi said also. Hi also. I didn't get a picture with him, but he also came up to me. He's like, you know, I'm a Robin stan, and I was like, oh God. Oh, oh yeah. Bitch, I love that. Oh, I lived my best life. Like, yeah. Lovely. We've got Dom with Xander. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I looked for Xander all night and I I literally told you he was I in a corner and you moved to the other corner. I was talking to these girls and I didn't want to like interrupt and you know, I was waiting for the right moment. And for sure. Never came. For sure. <laughs> One of my faves, Reed. I love Reed. <laughs> I fucking yeah. love Reed. Ah, a lot of fun, yeah. This and then, little James, James. amazing race. Yes, not, not Survivor, but icon. Yeah, yes. I didn't know who he was, and I saw him at the panel, and I got to learn more about. He's his. an amazing race winner. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he won with his boyfriend or yes. now husband. They're very gay. Yes. And then what's this last one? Oh, oh. yeah, Heidi. Heidi. Oh, I mean, God. The way she did just hugged you and embraced you is just like, uh, I'm like, you know, I'm not that type of person really, but, you know, right. giving it, I was like, I'm going to take your energy because it was just, yeah. yeah, you know, as a person that's clinically depressed all the time, it was great to have that embrace. Like, oh, she was so amazing. Positive also, I'm going to do this because my background, so we can fully see Robin. Because <laughs> otherwise, the logo cuts off Robin. I'm like, we're just going to make that switch for here today. But oh my goodness. I'm so glad y'all had fun. Um, Lana, you and I are going next year or next time. We're going. 
I mean, sure. I would always <laughs> say go, a finale show, a finale event is like the best. Like they always go all out. So I'd go, I'd recommend it. 45. And Bryce and Wendell are Five. go like all across the country too. So you could just see ones that are near you and um, they don't there might really be one. Really in LA. That's the problem. It's like interesting. They did this in New York this time. They may do the finale for 45 in LA. They always like switch it. Mm -hmm. That would be incredibly convenient for only me here. <laughs> do not make me catch a plane to LA, please. <laughs> I can't do that right now. I mean, so let's dive into the finale. Three hours worth of things. Lots of three things. hours. It was three, three hours, hours, including the reunion, yeah. If you take out commercials, it was only two hours. So we love an hour of commercials. But so we start, they go to the new beach, but guess what? They're prepared because they brought all the stuff with them because they beat the sister. <laughs> just like, like, we are not going to start all the way over. We're going to take our stuff. And then we're going to just fix up what, what we got. I hope they change that for 45, genuinely, because I, I hope that they saw that, like, oh, they're just cheating the system now. So I hope there's, like, some sort of change or whatever. Like, I... They're they're gonna make them burn their stuff instead now because why not? That the issue the issue is not that they're going to a new beach. The issue is that they thought for a second and brought their stuff. That's the issue. I mean, mm -hmm. all they're just gonna do is just make them go to the beach earlier when they don't expect to go, and then they can be like, okay, now we're going to a new beach instead of their final, final five. They do their final six. So they could be like, oh, no, we left mm -hmm. all of our stuff. We don't oh, no. What do we do? So, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a huge change. It's just, we'll just send them a week earlier or a day earlier before then they expect it to go. Okay, sure. Yeah. They're not going to change that whole thing. They're not going to let them keep, stay at the same beach. They're going to still keep them at the beach mm -hmm. just at an earlier time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Basically, the whole story at this new, the new beach, whatever beach it was, is, is there an idol? Idols? Right. Idol? Idol. No. Mm -hmm. It was something. Yeah. It was something, but nobody There was found something. <laughs> nobody found it. <laughs> uh, I, I can, I can actually confirm. Yes, that in fact was an idol. Uh, uh, Jeff specifically said, of course. If you listen to the on fire or you read through the Redmond Survivor post about the uh, on fire, because I don't have an hour to listen to that, especially not Jeff. Um, y'all that actually watch it. I do watch it, but I haven't this, this um, last episode. I listened to the first two. I like the insight. I, you know, I do. Dom, have you listened to it? I have not, you know, I, I keep on hearing stuff that just annoys me when I hear about it. And I just, I don't need to, I, I'm, I'm like those people who like just read the cookbook title now. I am glad I am not alone because I have not listened to one episode of that show. I have no, every time people bring it up, I'm like, what is that? So I have no idea. No idea. As if Jeff needed more things to do. Now he's a podcast host. He's all in, and I, I wish he would go to maybe school for like 
storytelling, editing, and production if he wants to take on those roles. Because I, to me, I'm like, this was again a situation where it's like, did you have to have the idol? Like, if nobody finds it, you can just edit that out. We don't have to have the entire first 20 minutes of the finale being people looking for something that no one's going to find and right. makes no impact on anything. And I know that they kind of framed everybody's games. Like they kind of like did the, uh, the, the reminiscing about everybody's journey th- thus far as they were searching for the idol, but like, you don't have to wrap that up in an idol search. We could have just removed that and nothing would have changed. Yeah, and we saw in the past few seasons, they did like, they used to give you like a puzzle to give you a hint to the clue mm. to the idol or whatever, or an advantage. And I don't know why they didn't do that this season. I don't know why. I mean, if you want somebody to find the idol, which is obviously they wanted people to find it. If you want people to find it, give them to, a clue to go look for it. Like, sure, they had the incentive to go look for it anyway, because they were just... Feel like it's something there, but they didn't know where they were going. They didn't know where to look. If you want somebody to find something, give them a general direction on where they should go to find it, so somebody can actually find it. I mean, give them production and everything else this season. Production that send them right to the place. Like X marks the spot. Put a red X like Carolyn did, and then like, like they could have done something, but. All right, nobody found it, so it had no impact on anything. But we nope. watched 20 minutes of them <laughs> looking for something where there was nothing. Oh, anyway, kind of didn't know that no one had it, and that's that's slightly jumping ahead. It it was shown that Lauren was right next to it. A lot of them were right past it. They walked right past it several times. Yeah. But Lauren was the last person, y'all. Like they obviously they couldn't find it. It wasn't in a bird cage. (laughs) Yeah, not that. They could have brought the bird cage back for one last time, you know. And then could you? I would have fucking gagged if there had just been a bird cage in the center of the movie (laughs) with two with an axe. I would have anyway. if they would have just been like, here's the birdcage right in the middle of the of camp, and it's open. It's just wide open. Somebody just stick your hand in there and get it. And so everybody's like looking at each other. Who go run and get it? Like, I would rather see a mad dash. Everybody like, <gasps> then everybody just sit, then nobody finds it. Not with the entertaining and potentially cause injury. I mean, I'm sure. why not? We, kind of like um, not, not Cole not. and Chrissy, Cole and Chrissy and Heroes Healers Hustlers yeah. when they were like and were like really going at it. Like I bring yeah. back that type of <laughs> fun. Bring back Chrissy. Period. She was there. She was there. Amazing, by the way. Like not a day older than her season. I was like, wait, how long was that? Like you look younger than you did then. Uh, and so nice. Definitely yeah. bring her back. I feel like now we need to do our dream like All Stars <laughs> casting. I would like to do that. I love doing <laughs> hypothetical All Stars casting, especially Me. now since it seems like they will stay like dreams. Like most of these people will not get a chance now because oh, it's absolutely. been so long. Uh, so I'm just going to have to like brand steal it myself at this point right. because uh, <laughs> so many people's chances have come and gone, probably. I yeah. do think that Chrissy. Is someone who still will get another shot, hopefully. I so. But um, I think you know some of them are really like 
who are they gonna get another shot now? So I would love to do that. <laughs> Stay tuned because let's be honest. Because full transparency, after we film this video, we are only gonna have two active shows happening on the channel. So there might be a lot of one-offs coming very soon. <laughs> oh, let's go to the final five immunity. It is this like three-story um cage where you have to grab keys and then you go down and then you have to do the stick with the thing to get the key off of the thing um that was the that was literally what they did in the first challenge on day one at the marooning right yes That's typically the challenge that they do now at marooning um but yeah so you have to <clears throat> grab the fourth key and then unlock the things you have the, the monkey's fist to get the ladder, and then you have to untie more things, and you go up, and then it's the classic 3D circle tree puzzle. We all know that Carson had 3D printed it, so... Yeah, we kind of all knew where this was going. As long, as long as Carson had gotten to the puzzle in a reasonable amount of time, he would yep. win. Yeah. And Robin surprise, surprise. Robin, what were you saying, darling? I was just asking, was this a reused puzzle? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. oh yeah, for sure. This oh. is probably the most the reused. most reused puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Like I, this, I remember this puzzle. I think it was like I don't know if it was in San Juan del Sur or like around the time of San Juan del Sur. I think it's right. when we first saw this like the jagged shape tree puzzle. But yeah, this is a very very commonly used puzzle. This mm -hmm. and a derivative where there's no like background and it's just the pieces and you have to build it onto the tree itself mm -hmm. um those are like the two versions but it's a very very similar puzzle so um yeah i, yeah, just, I was just gonna say i wish that if you're gonna reuse the same things i wish that the very least like switch up the timeline of where they show up because this is this was a replica of the type of stuff that was in the 42 finale the same puzzle that lindsay lost it was this one and then they yeah. did some motion which it's like why are you just repeating the exact set of challenges well, I guess, that you did the I other time i guess the motion is now the final immunity challenge which like in all honesty i'm not mad at i don't mind some motion because you can't really hack well you know you can you can it's, practice it but it doesn't matter because yeah but it's yeah. like if you everybody can have a bad moment in that time, like and especially when you get uh, fatigue, hunger, and all that set in. You can be focused when you're at home practicing because you eat every day. And you ain't eating every day, and you're yeah. out in the sun and you're tired. You've been there for what thirty twenty whatever something days, twenty five days, or whatever. And you like it's okay, not thirty seven anymore, good. Lana. No, that's why I said twenty five. Gone are 25. the days of thirty seven days. <laughs> 39 days, <laughs> but I mean, they could bring that back, but whatever. Um, yeah, I would so like to see that whole thing. You lose focus quickly when you're doing that. That was my whole point of saying that, yeah. So, yeah, hmm. yeah. So, the puzzle pretty much comes or the challenge pretty much comes down to Carson and Heidi. And we all know that Carson 3D prints all these puzzles, and I'm not mad at him about that. Let me make that very clear. I think his entire preparation for the show is very admirable. Mm -hmm. Not only like, not only like printing all of these and being such a super fan to go like do all of those things, but also like the physical preparation he put in, which he talked about a lot in um, the reunion. 
I'm like, all of that for me is very admirable. I would never go out and do that myself. So I applaud someone who actually does because it shows how much he cares about mm -hmm. the game. And that yeah. for me is admirable. I see where people are of like course. gaming the game, whatever. And like, I do see that point, but for me, I think it's admirable. No, I mean, it's a hundred percent admirable. It's again, using everything to your advantage. I do wonder, and this will come up a little bit later, like how much did he practice fire before the game started? Because I feel like that's a little bit more of, I mean, maybe you should have spent a little bit more time on that. <laughs> the fatal flaw. I mean, I say this about other shows, and you just need to know these things before you go on these shows. If you go do Survivor, you might want to learn how to do set, make fire. You might want to <laughs> practice that. If you go on Amazing Race, you need to know how to drive a mm -hmm. stick. If you go go on, at least one of y'all do. Yeah. <laughs> But that's why I'm not on the show. Boo. That's why I'm not on the show either. <laughs> because I know better. I know better. I will take somebody who knows how to drive stick if I ever decide to do Amazing Race. But, like, if you go on the show like The Challenge, you got to know how to swim or at least be physically fit to handle these challenges. You have to just know these <laughs> basic little things about the show you going on. On Big Brother. Sure, the challenges are good, but you got to at least be socially prepared to sit in the house with 16 people for 90-something possibly days. 99 and, days. And <laughs> listen to these same people tell the same stories 200 times a day. You just got to be mentally prepared. Now, it's sometimes it's easier said than done. I think the mental was just easier said than done. I can think I'm mentally ready to go and Big Brother and then go in there and be like, oh, I can't my it. Family tells this, my family has told the same damn stories for years. That's not an issue for me. <laughs> sure, but I'm just saying little things. You can't go on Survivor and say, I'm prepared for Survivor. And you ain't learned how to make fire. I can't it's make like, fire. I will be outside every day from the day they tell me I'm on, the day I apply to the day mm -hmm. they tell me I'm on the show and it's time to leave. Mm -hmm. I'll be outside making fire every day. And so I can be someone like, did. And we will discuss it. Three, it's like, people did, three people did. Because all three of those people besides Carson was ready to go in fire. Oh, yeah. This man was the only one who was not prepared to go in fire. And that just baffles me from a super mm -hmm. fan and somebody who practiced on these puzzles for hours at a time. Like, why didn't you spend any time learning to make fire? It's and I, I, I bet he did take some time, too. I would be shocked if he was just like, I'm not going to try it all. But I'm just saying, like, if you see that that is your weak area, like, that is a huge weakness that has to be addressed more than anything. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's, that's another one thing. As much as I hate fire, like I hate that they have that. I, I would be resistant to want to make my, and I've done, I've made fire actually for audition tapes and stuff in the past Love with her. Flint and Machete. But <laughs> I get that like you don't want to have to do that. And maybe he was like thinking, like, well, I'm not going to be in that position or something like that. I don't know. But like, you, it's like the one thing that I'm like, I would want to go and be so confident about it that I don't do it a single time out there because I know that they're all going to underestimate me if I get there and they're going to just like have their guard down and I'm going to be like, Whoop, I, I can do this with my eyes closed. I feel like that's how good you have to be at fire now, knowing that that, I mean, again, with these types of shows, I've always said this, I will continue to say this, 
you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're like, this is actually something I could have controlled. There's so much that you could never control in these games. But if there's something that you're like, oh, I could have practiced this or I could have done something where I had full control over my fate, that is what would haunt me. And if I thought mm-hmm. to myself, I lost fire because I didn't practice enough before I got out there, that is something that I would hold on to. So mm-hmm. let's check in with Carson in 20 years and see if he's still haunted by that. <laughs> not that, not for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would. I mean, that would be that would get on my nerves. That that would be anyway. what I thought about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he won the immunity. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Congra- I, good. So I will give him kudos. Yeah, no, he did a great job, and he seems like a really sweet person. I, I always rag on Carson. I feel like, but he seems like a really nice kid. You know, maybe a little bit young, but it's very impressive that he was able to do as well as he did and keep his composure to recreate those three puzzles live. So he wins, he gets he gets a trip to the sanctuary for uh spaghetti and meatballs. And I I I would like to ask the group carrot cake or chocolate cake? Carrot. Chocolate. 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 Oh I'm with you, Jack. <laughs> Look, take my, the cream my cheese family, frosting. My family has a tradition where we always have carrot cake. So like oh, it's it's a personal favorite. It's Fair. it's a long story, but it ended up it starts with me being a child and oh. screaming at the fact that carrot yeah. cake has carrot. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, carrot cake, but over chocolate cake. Mm, no. right. <laughs> I am like in a very specific mood for chocolate. Me too. That's exactly how I am. I'm like, I like chocolate, <laughs> but like something about chocolate cake is just a little too much for me. Mm. Um, yeah, that's why you need the cream cheese frosting from the carrot cake. You put that on that chocolate cake. That's going to yeah. be the best combination. I mean, I've never been like a huge cake person. Oh. And every year um, for my birthday, I would always get a key lime pie because that's my favorite. Mm. So like that's I, my choice. But <laughs> I mean, my granny made the best chocolate cake I've ever had in my entire life. And so it's sticking in my memory. And if anybody says chocolate cake over cake, like, no, absolutely not picking carrot cake at all. Because <laughs> it's chocolate cake all the way. Well, plus my mom's favorite was chocolate cake and she always hogged the chocolate cake. So I was like, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, but you want to hear something crazy just literally Please. today. My it's my roommate's birthday. Shout out, happy birthday, Tracy! Um, happy birthday, Tracy! Bought, happy birthday! Happy birthday, she Tracy! Had, um, she bought these cupcakes for her birthday, and it was supposed to be strawberry confetti, lemon, and carrot cake uh, cupcakes. So I'm like, okay, we get all these different cupcakes, and so she's like, which one do you want? I was like, I'll take a strawberry, please. And so she's like, okay, these are the strawberry ones. So I grabbed the strawberry one, eating it, and I was like this tastes like carrot cake. And then she was like, when she ate it, she was like, oh, that was the carrot cake one. I'm sorry. I thought you were giving you the strawberry one. And I was like, I mean, it's fine. I ate it. But will I be like, I'm a fan of carrot cake? No. But I ate it. It was fine. It was good. There. I have a question there. How do you mix up strawberry and carrot cake? Because a strawberry a would be cake. red. It wasn't red. It was like a, it was like in a bunt cake pan and so I didn't see oh. what it looked like mm. on the outside. Mm. Oh, okay, it, that's fair. It and was like, all right, eat it. So because yeah. if it's more like natural strawberry, it, it, right. it, it was might natural. end up like the like same. 
Yeah, I was gonna say it might end up like kind of the same color. Anyway, yeah. off the off the cake talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carson gets to go to the sanctuary for food, takes Jam Jam, and they're talking, and they're like, Carolyn's a threat because guess what? We can't go a fucking episode without someone saying that Carolyn's a threat and then doing nothing about it. So, um, and that leaves. I have a question yeah. though for, for mm-hmm. the panel. I feel like, in my humble opinion, he should have taken Lauren with him just to get him away from talking to anybody else about anything else, like switching the plan to Jam Jam. Do you think he should have took Lauren or Jam Jam was just fine? Huh. Using I mean, I... God. Using it as just... I can't talk. Uh, Using it as a strategic move to pull someone away is different. Like, when, when you say it like that, it makes sense to like almost be like okay let me just lauren come with me to the sanctuary so the other three can talk about voting you out mm-hmm. that exactly. is i didn't think of it like that but that's really really smart mm-hmm. i don't think it was strategic hey <laughs> <laughs> i think it could have been helpful to if you obviously no one had found the idol you know if you're one or if you're afraid that you could find it then give her less time to do so that might have also been a a good choice i don't think it would have mattered honestly i think i think it was kind of set in stone and the the edit did a good job of saying oh is it lauren oh is it jam jam <laughs> i we all knew it was gonna be lauren. i mean i don't what would that give her less like you said less time to go look for the idol because she could have found it she literally could have found it while you gave her all that time Fair. to go look. I think I think more so. I think it was a it, it was a more strategic move um on Carson's part to take Jam Jam because in the event um that Jam Jam wins final immunity, recency bias would say that maybe Jam Jam would take Carson with him mm-hmm. to final tribal. That's the way that I looked at it. I mean, but see, this is this thing. Recency bias, sure. But Game bias, Jam was always taking Carson. He was not going to take Carolyn because he thought Carolyn was such a bigger threat. He wasn't going to do it. And because Jam Jam saw how Carson was struggling with that fire, it, I just don't think he would have taken Carson or would have put him through that. He would have rather, because he felt like I'm closer to Carson, I would take him to the end. Sure. I think it would have been Carolyn and Heidi or or Lauren or whatever. In that. I don't think, in, I think from what we saw, I don't think Jam Jam thought he could beat Carson. He didn't think he could beat Carolyn. No, I don't think so. I think, I think Jam Jam was going to take Carson. I think they saw each other as number ones. They were going to fight it out. Exactly. At the end. I think, I think Jam Jam, I, I was watching Jam in an interview today with Rob, and he was saying that if he had went with Carson, he would have definitely talked talked over Carson, and you know, really got the jury swayed to him because yeah, he didn't mind going with Carson. I I think that's the point. Yeah, but also I think this is a strategic move in terms of like if um, Lauren did find an idol, I think she votes out Jam Jam, and then mm-hmm. Carson. Jam Jam is gone, and then Carson has no blood on his hands, you know? So that could have been a move as well. Yeah. Well, that is, that is well, how she 
Sorry, Dom, but go ahead. No, oh no, I was gonna say this is another reason why this is the fire making thing is just so much less intriguing than seeing how everything will play it out with who votes for who at four and who like is taking who at four because there were a lot of ways it could have gone like okay is Carson gonna stay loyal to Jam Jam is like like I because you were as Ron was saying that I was like well why would Carson want Jam Jam to go it's like well. He's probably gonna be a fire regardless if he doesn't win immunity. So he's probably thinking it doesn't really matter if one of my allies gets idled out at five. You know, I was like, normally that would be a horrible thing to have happen, but it doesn't really matter because there's no more votes after the game. Uh, although, of course, it does help to have someone who will take you uh, at mm-hmm. Final Four. So you probably should still have won Jam Jam around if Jam Jam was truly willing to take him to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, Nothing else that happens in this vote is unpredictable by any means of the imagination. We go to tribal and Lauren has her big emotional moment. And I I honestly, I was very happy that Jeff gave her the moment. Um, Because then uh, the vote is three to one to one. Lauren gets voted out. I, I feel like even if the vote, like, I don't think Lauren did herself any favors to even try to sway the vote. Like, Lauren was doing a lot of talking and was like, yeah, this is what happened. I just know what it is. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. No, yeah. no. She literally gave up at the end and was like, I'm out of here. I know I'm out of here. Now, that would have been good if she had it. And then she could have been like, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. It is what it is. Blah, blah, blah. Here's my emotional moment. <laughs> and then Jeff, like, anybody has an item, she's like, hey, Jeff, actually, mm. I actually do. Yeah. So all those tears were kind of going It's okay. Yeah. Then that would have been iconic. Love it. Bless it. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, okay, Lauren, you're just yeah. giving uh-huh. up and you're not working for to try to change mm. any vote. Yeah, she's not, she was not really a strategic powerhouse i would say in this game i think she was more of a she seemed to be a social powerhouse and it's funny because my dad was talking to me about this show the next day he was like man if lauren had gone to the end she would have dominated she like i was inspired listening to her talk like and i i don't know how closely he watches every episode so (laughs) i feel like maybe he misses the fact that a person has that speech every time that they go home on this show now uh but i do think hers was particularly compelling and i think that if she was at the end she could have made an effective case for herself and it kind of would be similar to jam jam in that like i feel like their their social maneuvering and social game is probably the shining aspect uh for her as well as jam jam I, I said it before we started recording, but I honestly do feel like this fifth place vote was to decide the winner of the season. I think I think had Jam Jam gone in this situation and everything else stays constant, I think if we see a final three of the three ladies remaining, I think Lauren wins in that scenario based on what we know of Lauren's ability to talk based on this and a lot of other moments of the season, as well as both Heidi and Carolyn's performances at Final Tribal, which we will talk about. I think it would have been closer, but I do think this, I think the season came down to Lauren or Jam Jam ultimately. And Mm. this is what took Lauren out. And I think otherwise she may have been the winner of the season. But, 
I don't think that would have actually happened if Lauren found the idol. Because Lauren voted Jam Jam. Jam Jam voted Heidi. Heidi. So I think the Tika three then votes out Heidi, leading to a final four with Heidi missing instead of Lauren. So I don't think it's a shut case. I don't think it's like a guarantee of, okay, if Jam Jam goes here, then it's going to be the three ladies. I think it ends up being Carson still going because I wouldn't be, okay, surprise. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I, yeah, I kind of just said, didn't I? Um, Yeah, we, I feel like Lauren does get to the end. And this decided whether it would be Lauren or Heidi. But I I think it's a much closer fight between Jam Jam and Lauren. But I don't think it is because of that. Uh, it is specifically like the three ladies guaranteed. And you're talking a scenario where it's Jam Jam, Lauren, Carolyn, correct? Yeah, because I think Carson, just based on his ability here that we end up seeing in the second half of the episode, Carson goes against anyone. Unless someone else literally just forgets how to make a fire and dumps water on their station. I, That's an interesting scenario to think about. If it's Jam Jam, Lauren, Carolyn, I think it ends up 4-3-1 jam jam yeah i think it's a lot closer i don't i think i think in a scenario of jam jam lauren carolyn i think franny votes for carolyn because you could see and we'll talk about final tribal you could see that all franny wanted to do is vote for carolyn and just could not justify it based on carolyn's final tribal performance (laughs) but i think i think lauren gets the Raw two three, and I think Jam Jam gets everybody else. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, but then where does Danny's vote go? I think Danny's I, vote be but well, Heidi's not in this scenario. I think Jam. I think Danny's vote then jumps to Jam oh. Jam, or it may he go to Lauren. Lauren. He did. That's what I'm thinking. It might go to Lauren because they yeah, were so they were so at war all this time, and he like you made it. I respect that. Finally, he he's mm-hmm. probably jumping to Lauren. I would not be surprised by that. Yeah, and she, she beat him head to head in a challenge too. Yep. Yep. So, yep. yep. I think you would respect and that. I think it's I think it's three three one, and then Danny's vote decides who wins. Or I could see a scenario where it's four four, and Carolyn breaks the tie, <laughs> a la Ghost Island. <laughs> And, then and in that case, we all know who would win. But Jim Jim wins. But that's interesting to think about. But Lauren, love Lauren. We love Lauren. Fabulous, wonderful. Yeah, love Lauren. Yes. We love Lauren. I wish we got so more of her, but you know, from what we saw at the end was really good. If she won two challenges. She became a strategic threat or a challenge threat at the end. So definitely. Most definitely. So it's day 25, final form unity. It's Simotion. It's the new new classic. And <laughs> we kind of see a repeat 
of what happened last season a little bit. Was that last season? Two seasons uh, ago. 42. 42. Romeo, right? Was 42? Yeah. 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 yeah, 42. Okay. They're all blending together in my brain. Truthfully <laughs> and honestly, they're all blending together. The only together. ones I've seen, so I can differentiate. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a we got a scenario a la Romeo in 42, where yeah. Um, yeah. very Hi. early in the motion, Carolyn drops. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. I I was so confused because we're going through some motion and everybody's in it. And then Jeff goes, Oh yeah, Heidi's the only person that hasn't won immunity. And I'm like, wait a minute. Neither not, not, neither has <laughs> Carolyn. Jeff was just a Carolyn stan and he wanted to build her case for her. He was like, let <laughs> me just propagandize <laughs> it a little bit. There's a little bit of something, but I'm going to give Carolyn a win, even if she didn't get one. He was speaking it to existence. He was hoping yeah. this would be the motivation that Carolyn needs to actually pull out this challenge. Well, but. technically, when Franny won that group immunity, Carolyn was a part of that group. So yeah. that, that's see, see, that's where you have to write in the technicality. Technicality, technicality. So has won immunity before. She just did, did her stuff. Even so though what she a, dropped first in that challenge too, didn't she? Carolyn drops first in every challenge. Yeah. Like if it's a that's not challenge, every challenge. If it's a dropping, just out most of them. She dropped not the first. not the underwater one. She wasn't first. No, she was not first. That was Lauren. She was Lauren second. Was like five minutes in. Uh, out. It was I Lauren, and then it was Lauren. It's me because I would have been like, absolutely not. Lauren is also <laughs> not doing that. So yeah, I would have been out yeah. five minutes in. So no yeah. shade. So Carolyn drops. Carolyn drops, and then everybody everybody makes it to three, three. I think, and then Jam Jam yes. drops. Yes. And then it's Heidi v Carson. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then Carson. Heidi wins immunity. Charger, I'll be back. I was thrilled. I, I, I mean, can't be mad at it. I, I kind of no. love that Heidi won immunity for the first time, and it was in this moment that she won it. It's like this was the most important I, time to win it, and she pulled it out. So I'm not mad at it. I loved it when Romeo did it in 42. When I do, I love it just as much here. Like that's. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm like, that's what I would do. I would not win a single individual immunity, make it to Final Four, and then win <laughs> some motion. Because I honestly think that that is a challenge I think I could win. So, uh, at the premiere party, the loud, uh, uh, the loudest cheer was 45's premiere with mm-hmm. the final person at the end. I think you can figure that out. Uh, the second was Jam Jen's win. The third was Heidi winning this. Everyone was thrilled that she won this, and it was it it was pretty handily too. Like, I'm surprised that the others, because at least when I was viewing it, it felt obvious that their spacing of the actual balls when they were putting them in was getting consistently worse. Yeah, and Heidi just killed it. So, perfect job. Yeah. So, we go back to the beach, but not before Heidi is like, 
oh, I have this position, but maybe I'll put myself in fire. And I was like, okay, girly, whatever. Like, <laughs> I wrote it off. I was like, okay, girly, whatever. Like, do your thing. We go to camp, everybody's practicing fire, and we get this really emotional moment with Carson and Jam Jam. And Carson just has like a full cathartic breakdown after 25 days. And in this moment, I was like, oh, you're human. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I just mean that he had been so like game mode for the longest time. And that's all we saw from Carson. And so I was like, oh, it's really nice to like actually see like emotions out of him. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think Carson was definitely in this game to win this game. He was not here to play, you know. He, he made plans, sure. Great. That was the after effect of the his eye was on the prize. Mm-hmm. And so when he got to this point where he realized, like, wait a minute, I did not game everything like I thought I gamed everything because here I am in this situation that I am not prepared for. I am not as as prepared for as I was everything else. And it would it took him uh, it broke him down for a second. It was like after 25 days of working so hard of getting to this point and being so close, so close to the end. And you see it slipping away every time you flick that thing and it ain't coming on. Every time you try to make a spark and it ain't mm. up, you see all your hard work going down the drain. And he had that moment. And I appreciated that moment because that was so real and so natural because Anybody else would have been like, I, I'm done. I quit. I can't do it. I'm done. And he just had the moment. And what I also loved about that moment, Jam Jam was like, this is so much more than a game mm-hmm. right now. This is beyond game. And as much as we say we want the villains and we love the villains, and we also do appreciate these heartfelt moments would come. It's like, I cried every time they did the family visits before you know COVID and everything. It was like, oh, that's so sweet. We love the heartfelt moments as much as we love the villain moments. We just didn't get enough villain moments, but that's another mm-hmm. story. Um, <laughs> but yes. the heartfelt that Jam Jam was like, I see my friend is struggling. And even if it's me and him, I'm going to teach him how to do it right so we can have a fair fight in the end. Now, do I mm-hmm. think Jam Jam still would have killed Carson? Sure. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure Jam Jam told him everything he wanted, he needed to know, but not everything that he knows. But it took a moment. He's just like, beyond game, beyond everything else, I'm going to help you because you're my yeah. friend. I'm going to help you. And I I am so 100% sure, and nobody can tell me different, without that help that Jam Jam gave Carson, Carson wouldn't even been able to start that flame at the, mm-hmm. at the, when it gets to that point. But this is beautiful. <laughs> I love this mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, and no, I really enjoyed it too, as much as I put myself in their shoes. I'm like, I guess I'm just not that good of a person because I'm like, if I see you're about to die, I'm letting you die. I'm not helping you out in this game. Wow. If I'm going to win, wow. and maybe I do have a heart. Maybe I would feel differently in the circumstances. But I think that this is exactly what makes Survivor so compelling is that it's not – he said it doesn't matter if this is a bad move or a good move. It's something I wanted to do, so I did it. Uh, and I think that's exactly what you can never account for on Survivor. It's not always just, I have to do this. You know, it's like, you know, chess, if you make the wrong move, it's a mistake if you didn't make the right move. It's there's it's just a logical game. In Survivor, there are emotions, there are human relationships, and it probably actually 
worked amazingly to jam jam's benefit not even intentionally because carson probably went to that jury being like oh carolyn you played an idol for me well look at what jam did like uh, he did something that was even greater than that so i'm gonna campaign all for jam jam now but that's i don't think that was why jam jam did it and i think that's again why this show is so compelling when you take the human aspect and put that to the forefront instead of a twist instead of a advantage instead of an idol that's those really inspiring human moments that come out so let's just talk about this fire making so we go we go to tribal heidi has the decision i didn't think she was gonna do it i truly did not think she was gonna do it i was like she's gonna get up there and be like i'm not doing it i'm just playing (laughs) and she's like even until this moment jeff i still don't know what i'm doing and so she ultimately decides and Jeff words it very strangely. He's like, so who are you taking to the final three? And she says, Carolyn. Yes, <laughs> Carolyn, queen. And then, uh, well, first, she's like, the first person going to fire, Carson, go. Um, <laughs> Carson, you know, you know you're going over there. Um, puts Carolyn into the final tribal and then puts herself into the fire making challenge against Carson, putting Jam Jam in the final three. I mean, what is this now? It's a it's a sixty six percent success rate because there's only three people that have put themselves in fire making, right? Or is it two? I think isn't this is only the second. Yeah, it was like Chris. Chris and Heidi, I believe. Yeah, I think this is it. I'm I'm thinking of someone else. Never mind. Yeah, so this is only the second time that someone has put themselves into fire. It's a hundred percent success right now. Because mm-hmm. they that's go in. That's when they will get rid of the fire making twist. Is when someone actually makes that blunder of putting themselves in and losing. That's what we need. Someone to, needs to take one for the team put themselves into fire making and lose a million dollars and then maybe we'll be done with this just because how could you top that after that Dom, there you go survivor 47 that'll be your legacy i, I would that'll that. be a legacy. If, I, if i could yeah. be fourth place on survivor i would take that uh right robbed well i guess you can't be robbed if you <laughs> rob yourself um <laughs> if you're gonna do that just make sure you're just super likable so see it gives you fifteen thousand dollars right, right. Do we I, know who Sia has given money to this season? Yes. yes. Carolyn yes. got $100,000, Lauren got $15,000, and Car- Carson got $15,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Sia, I've heard that Sia has now given away over $900,000 of her money. It's a million by the end of Survivor players. I'm like, this that is, so is a life goal of mine to have that much disposable income that I could do exactly. that. I mean, come right. on. Oh God, the way she does it. Like, I mean, I may not love Sia the human, but I right. love I love that she always does these things because she's such a big fan. So I do yeah. appreciate that. But yes, yeah, so Heidi wins fire making in a record breaking, which was literally broken last season. Yeah. She broke Gabler's record. Which makes it seem like maybe that wasn't that impressive when it was done last time, if it could be broken against so I easily. didn't realize that Gabler broke a record. To be quite honest with you, I didn't realize it until yeah, someone on social media said that it was Gabler's record that she broke. I had no so, idea. Like, I don't think they even made a big deal about it when Gabler they did didn't. it. So I'm like, how do we? I don't know that 
that was the record was broken, but yeah, sure. Go, you yeah. go higher. Just over three minutes. Uh, and Carson is our final juror of the season. Mm. Love Carson. Heart. This is what he was doing when he got eliminated and at the party. Not going to be mean, but yeah, bye Carson. <laughs> The he just unblocked you, Robin. We can't. Be <laughs> Listen, please don't get blocked right away. He just please. unblocked you, Robin. <laughs> it's still fresh. <laughs> I know. So, I, I I I said last week that I thought Carson would win if he was in the end, and that's what I stick to. If he was next to uh, Carolyn and Jam Jam, if it was I the ticket three, Carson wins. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think he was because he was always seen as like the mastermind, and a lot of questions tonight in the jury questioning seems like that's what that was people's perception. Do we think that? Do I think so? No, but that was a perception of the jury, and he could have gotten the votes. Yeah, I, I think he was a great player. You know, to me, I don't know if I'm just so wise to the world that every time someone like him comes onto the show, I'm like, oh, I know the exact game you're going to play because I knew he was going to play. I'm like the nice, innocent kid, but I'm going to backstab whoever I want to backstab, play both sides. I was like, I could tell that that's exactly what he would go out and do. But to his credit, no one else – I mean, maybe they – at some point sensed it, but they could never get rid of him. He had the strong enough bonds with enough people to get to the end and constantly like Carolyn didn't even need to use her idol on him. So there were never the votes to get rid of him. So I think he played a great game. I did not, he was not my favorite character. I think he's an incredibly kind, nice, you know, likable guy with a lot going for him. I didn't enjoy watching him on the show that much, but he has a lot going for him. I want to definitely say that because if he ever stumbles upon this, I don't want to get blocked either, you know? So, <laughs> you know what's the funniest thing um, he said when I was watching his little interview with Rob today? He said, Oh, I don't read anything, or all the comments. I'm like, be for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah, you, uh, I, there, everybody who I've had a lot of people come to my DM and said, Welcome to the Carson Block Me Club. You know, like <laughs> work. So I know he take he he definitely reads stuff, but you know, of course, people's mental health are important. So. And he's 20 too. Like I try I'm to remember that. Young, he is so. so young and he comes across very young. Again, I never I didn't interact with them directly at the party, but like you know, kind of put yeah. into perspective to me. I was I like, oh my gosh, you're a child. Right. And I think a lot of him was playing up this kind of villain role that he did have. And, you know, certain stuff on Twitter and stuff that he said, maybe it rubbed me the wrong way. Like, especially when he would say things about like Carolyn or doing certain things that wouldn't benefit Carolyn. Of course, we're passionate about the show and the, our faith. So, you know. I think he's a great player. I think he definitely is going to come back. I mean, unless they really take a long time to get to return yeah. season I, I think he's a lock I think he's gonna have another chance and I think he could do great I mean anybody who's watching vote him out early, early. definitely vote him out early not because I don't like it not because I don't like him and don't want to watch him again I just think he's the exact type that will get to the end again if they're not careful right I think if it wasn't for Carson Jam Jam and Carolyn would not get so far I think he was definitely the glue of that ticket three that kept them together so Definitely, he's the reason for Jam Jam's win and Carolyn sitting there. So I'll give him that. I had to go look on social media because I was like confident that I had seen his Instagram post from just before the season started 
where he said, um, he's talking about Star Wars, and he goes, let's hope I don't get burned. And I think yeah. I, saw, I, I saw that, and I think I said that to my roommate. I was like, oh, he makes Final Four and loses Fire Making. Like, in yeah. a casual comment. Boom. Um, so... We have a final three. It's the girls and the gays in the final three. Yes. (laughs) This is my favorite final three in a very long time. I'm going to be honest. Yes. No, mine too. I was was okay with any three of them winning tonight. Like maybe Mm -hmm. since Ghost Island, honestly. My favorite thing three steal is Fiji. I don't care what nobody say. Fight me. Fair. No, that's valid. My favorite three is Poodle forever, always. <laughs> well, I'm saying since Ghost Island. I'm saying since Ghost Island. I'm not saying overall, but this is definitely up there. I'm overall, my favorite final three is go forever. <laughs> Fiji, fight me on that. Okay. Mine would be winners at war if not for the winner. But. Um, well, look, uh, well. Sure. Well, well, Julie. Well, Julie. Sure. <laughs> That's not coming as soon as we thought it would, but whatever. Um, yeah. Final tribal. Yeah. Very that, Lana. I was so bored. I was so bored. I was so mad. I, was I wasn't so invested. Because, like, we've had some really good final tribals these last few you know, it was always something in the final, in the tribal, final tribal that you go, oh man, that was so good. Something you remember. Oh wow, this was great. This one had absolutely nothing. Like there was nothing in this final tribal that made me go, I will remember this moment. Like mm-hmm. you come from Marianne's amazing moment in final tribal and even Gabe's like, passionate moments and made people sway all those decisions in his tribe final trial to nothing like i really feel like the jury came in knowing what they were gonna do and then they just went with it because nothing changed their minds maybe they saying jam jam switched they you know changed it and swayed their decision but i don't know i don't know if i believe that to be true but i also am very annoyed with this whole outcome for a very different reason because everybody was like Heidi put herself in the fire making challenge won the fire making challenge smashed it that should be the ticket for Heidi to show that she was into this game and people respect big moves we respect big moves and nobody respected her big move Mm-mm. but her friend mm-hmm. and I was just like hold on role reversal here because if Carson would have put himself in the fire and won he would have been a mastermind everybody would have been blown away this man just did that thing this woman does the same thing that that other man who put himself in fire and won to go out to win this game, did the same thing, and it wasn't enough. Crickets. Huh? I think what? it's vindication for Cassidy. I think that it really, I don't think that this is the type of move that will actually sway a jury. I think it's something that people will use if they need an excuse, but I don't think that the jurors 
I think it was too little too late for Heidi uh, compared to some of her competitors who they yeah. may have bonded with more. And I think that's the same reason why they didn't want to vote for Cassie was just because they didn't like her or were bitter at her. And that's why they felt that she needed to make fire because it's a convenient thing to do. I think it just shows. I was not following you for a second, Dominic. I was like, where is he going with this analogy? I get you now. And I do think I agree with you. I think it's difficult. It, it, it's just really difficult. I want to touch on the Carolyn of it all because I just, she said throughout that whole first part of day 26 that she was going to be the reason that she didn't <clears throat> win. And ultimately, that's what happened. And I just, I'm disappointed because I think she could have, I obviously she could have done better. I, I just wait. The one thing that I wish she would have done is just interjected in places where Jam Jam was talking about what the Tika three did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think had she actually been like, but actually I was a part of that too. Mm -hmm. Instead of like every time that something with the Tika three was brought up, usually Carson would initiate it. Jam Jam would answer and Carolyn would just sit there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Carolyn, why aren't you saying anything? Like, I, 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 un I understand her anxieties and I under, I understand everything that she deals with, with that, like not putting herself out there and like that coming from, you know, being an addict and like relearning how to be human. And I do absolutely understand that. And I don't hold any of that against her. And I think she did a, a fine job in Final Tribal answering the questions that she was given. I just wish she had put herself out there just a mm. little bit more okay. to maybe sway people. I agree. But I also feel like this. that The way that you broke it down, Carson's initiating Jam Jam answers and Carolyn's sitting there, that has always been the dynamic of that Tika 3. Carson will make the decisions on some things, Jam Jam will put his input, and then they'll tell Carolyn what they're doing, and Carolyn will be like, I mean, I feel like this, but we'll go with what you say because y'all go do what y'all want to do. Always been that dynamic. So it was like seeing it play out in Final Final Tribal, it was like if you watch the season, that's what it was. That was the Tika dynamic this whole mm -hmm. entire season. I didn't expect anything different. I wish Carolyn would have said something and spoke up because at this point in time, this is Final Tribal. You have to speak for yourself. Nobody's speaking for you. You have to you have to um, sell your game. And I agree. Mm -hmm. If she would have just spoken like, hey, while we the Tika 3, yeah, we all work together. We all came up with plans together to to make this thing happen. Nobody was the brains. Nobody mm -hmm. was just following. We all came up with stuff together. Jam Jam couldn't do anything but agree with her if she said it, but she had to say it. And that was the mm -hmm. only problem with Carolyn. She just allowed Jam Jam and Carson to speak for her like they she's mm -hmm. been doing this entire season. And that's why everybody looked at Carolyn like, ah, we don't have to worry about Carolyn. Eh, she's not going to do nothing. Even though she made moves. Mm -hmm. But her one biggest move with that idol, she spread it out too early. She told everybody exactly what she did after Carson. She saved Carson. She told her story, da da da, da. It was just like, by the time we got the final, everybody was like, oh, okay, we heard the story. It's not a big deal anymore. 
-hmm. And the one time she did interject it, during the Danny questioning, Danny's like, why did you take me out? And she goes, you were my biggest threat. You were the biggest obstacle in my way. And he even goes, nice answer. Mm -hmm. I, I wish the one, the one other thing I wish Carolyn had brought up that I, to my knowledge, I don't think was brought up. I've only watched Final Tribal once. So if I didn't catch this, let me know. She, I, there was almost no mention of Carolyn making alliances and relationships outside of the Tika three, because she mm -hmm. easily could have said, yes, I was using these two as like my alliance, but I made relationships with Franny. I made relationships with Jamie. I made relationships with Lauren. I think she made a relationship with Heidi. Like, um, I made all of these connections, especially post-merge, I made all of these connections outside of the Tika 3 to make sure that even if my name was being floated out there, whether real or not, I was never going to be the person voted out. Mm -hmm. And I wish she had said that. I think that maybe would have, that maybe uh, would have seemed Franny. That maybe would have there would have been a bit more because I, I see you're shaking head dom and i kind of tend to agree with you but i know i think that it's might have uh, i just wanted carolyn to do better no i know but i think that it comes down to i think that jam jam just has such superior social skills i think everybody really loved him i think that you could kind of see in the way that he talked and that they reacted to him that you kind of saw like he was like almost like playing like a little comedy bit. It was like his very captive audience at Final Travel Council, people who really liked him. And I think that this is a very polite cast. There were times where I would see someone like Danny and even Lauren uh, kind of reacting in a way to Carolyn where I thought, oh, I don't think that they love being around her. So I think that there was possibly something where she wasn't anybody's favorite person, not saying that she was disliked or was, you know, an unlikable person by any means. But I could see a world where maybe they weren't all huge fans of her or like really close to her. And they all were like, oh, Jam Jam, love that guy. Like we might not be working with him, but he's providing comedy around camp and we enjoy being around him. Because it's, it's sometimes when people say they're so impressed by certain jury answers, I, I'm always confused. Like the, the response to Jam Jam being like, I would identify when there's a twinkle in your eye talking about your family or your friends at home and then you didn't have that when talking strategy i know you were lying to me it's like i i really don't see how that would correlate like to me i'm just like oh that's just a line of you trying to like literally yeah like that's a it line worked. Worked i know but that's him. the thing that's i'm gonna thing. say whether it was real or not right. i lived matters. for that i lived yeah. for that like I, I think that's I really, the difference is that I, I would see right through these people. I'm just a step ahead of everybody who's ever played this game. But right. for the common player, that wasn't enough. And I agree. Carolyn is we've we have shown throughout the season, Carolyn does not like being around a lot of people. You know, she's tend to be by in her little corner by herself and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I could see why Jam Jam got the votes. I also could see things like Carolyn did in her game. You know, a lot of the time she wasn't on the right side of the vote. So a lot of times she was left out. So it did make her seem like, oh, she didn't know what was happening because she was left out. And that was intentional for Jam Jam and Carson. So she was always seen as like that person, not in the know of what they were even doing. As a team. I can agree. Yeah, I can agree with that. I don't think Carolyn was, I mean, she had connections, but I don't think she was as liked as mm -hmm. Jam Jam. Like, I think, that's, 
And I think that's the most important thing. I think mm-hmm. Stephen Fishback was on who tweeted this. He said, survivor juries will make their choice with whatever they want to make, whoever they like more, and then come up with a reason after the fact. And I feel like yeah. more and more you, you get that sense now. Like, I think if you just polled the jury and asked them genuinely why you vote for this person, they just like them more. And that's I who like they want to give a million dollars. And then it's, oh, well, when the fans are <laughs> going to start attacking me on Twitter because they didn't choose their stand favorite, uh, you know, they have to come up with something better than I just liked someone more than the person that you're completely obsessed with and think is the best person in the world. You know, like they don't want to just say they weren't that likable to me. They want to say, right. oh, this other person did something amazing. And that's why I had to vote for them. Right. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I definitely think Jam Jam was actually more liked because we saw, like you said, Robin, we saw Carolyn going off by herself, swimming by herself in corners by herself because she likes to be alone to process her thoughts or whatever. But sometimes you can't do that in a social game where you're trying to make those connections. Mm-hmm. And everybody saw her as weird and kooky and crazy Carolyn. And after you can only, Carolyn might be one of those people you can only take in doses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we're stuck on this island for 24 hours a day every day. I can yeah. only take this woman in doses. Like give me mm-hmm. 10 minutes, then I gotta move on and exactly. you know get life together. So she could be one of those people, and that's that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think her, yeah, and I think her argument would have to be, and this is something that would definitely work on me. I would have probably voted for Carolyn anyway, but. What I always find the most compelling is who played the best game that they personally could suited to their personality. Mm. I think Carolyn would have to make that argument. Mm. I played the game in a way that no one else here could because you know I can play Jam Jam's game. I can play Carson's game. I played my game to the optimal way. You've seen people like me in the past and you've seen how they're perceived and you've seen that as they go on, no one takes them seriously. And as I went through this game, people started taking me more seriously because they realized I wasn't just who they thought I was. So she should have made that type of argument and that would have worked on me. And I wish that yeah, that would work more. Like, be- yeah, I would have for her. No, no. And the, and the gag is she didn't make that point, but you know who did? Jamie. Yeah. When they did the like going around talking about the final three, Jamie was like, Carolyn has played this game in a way that I don't think literally anyone else ever has. Hmm. And I think had she made that argument, I think it would have been a little bit closer. I also want, I, I, I know that we've kind of focused on the Jam Jam and the, the Carolyn of it all. I do want to point out that Heidi had a fantastic final tribal performance in my personal opinion. I think she did everything she needed to do. I just don't think it was all there. I think the votes, like like we've all kind of been saying, I think the votes were kind of locked in as soon as they got to Final Tribal. I do think Heidi made a lot of great points, though, about, you know, having to fly under the radar, being in this majority, and then kind of losing her allies, and having to adapt, and having to try to be strategic from the bottom as much as she possibly could, and being a free agent for a lot of the back half of the game. Um mm. So I definitely don't want to discredit Heidi's final tribal performance. And I'm not saying any of us are. I'm just saying I also want to bring up, I think Heidi did a, a, a great job as well. Yeah, she had a very strong enter game that I think was probably lacking for the first 90% of it. Honestly, very similar to like a Chris Underwood, except she was not actually voted out. Like you kind of can say like she played those last few days, well, maybe just the last day of <laughs> the last final four days day really well. Yeah, that day she did great. That if you just grade her on that A plus, um, 
but I think it also comes down to like you kind of get these little context clues. I think it was the Franny vote where, you know, everybody almost turned on Heidi immediately because they thought that she was wishy-washy and like stirring stuff up by saying that it was going to be a different vote than it was. And they were like, well, why don't we just vote Heidi? And it, everyone's like, yeah, I don't really trust Heidi. She's not part of my plans. I don't really want to work with her. I think that, again, kind of gives you a clue of that's how she was viewed in the game. She was never known someone's tight ally or some or confidant or seen as like a strong player who um is in the loop a lot so i think that's probably why she never really had a shot even no matter how many big moves she made at the end it comes down to that social aspect of this game jam jam may not have won everything but in the end he won the same amount of uh, immunities as Heidi. Mm-hmm. Same amount. Yeah. They both won one. So we can't say one was more or better at competition than the other. So that's null and void. And void. Heidi, people just didn't trust her. The only number one true I had was Danny, and he was gone. So it was just like, you don't, she didn't have people to be like, I like Heidi enough to want to keep her around. I, I trust Heidi though. They didn't trust Heidi. Heidi was there because they somebody always was in front of her to get her out, but she was always next in line. You know what I'm saying? Jam Jam mm-hmm. was not that. He was sure that his name came up, but every time his name came up, the people who put his name down was gone the next week. It was just like, it is what it is. It was just, he had that social capital where he was, everybody liked his charm, his charisma. He was funny. He was outgoing. People just liked him and that came down to why the votes landed the way they went they probably would have went more if it was like if if we replaced Carson with Carolyn or Carson with Heidi sure the votes would have been a little bit different but people genuinely like Jam Jam more than they like the other two people sitting next to him yeah and that's what absolutely and I mean, we've we've we all but spread. <laughs> the winner is Jam Jam. I'm not mad at it. No. Can you just say the only thing I'm mad about for this entire finale and the winner and stuff is that Carolyn getting zero votes is yeah. not my vanilla fantasy. But you know, the zero <laughs> Carolyn was kind of gross. I was like, are we? Serious? That was nasty. She did not deserve zero votes. So. Yes. It's it's interesting because this is the fourth season in a row. Mm-hmm. Every season in the modern era of Survivor has been won with a seven to one to zero vote. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we need to change some things, but okay, that's just me. Maybe. I I will uh, say I I found myself getting emotional when Jam Jam won because, you know, queer people don't get a whole lot of opportunities on these kinds of shows, period. This was like a record-breaking year where there were the most queer contestants ever. And fuller-figured queer people get even less opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um... And to see someone that kind of looks like me win, let alone get a shot at the game and then go be as charismatic as he was and win. Like I got really emotional because I was just like, that's it's, it's all about representation. And like it, 
it was just a really nice thing to see because I I had always seen like aspects of myself in certain winners and like it's usually like the closest thing unfortunately that I've seen to a winner on like a CBS reality show that I related to and I hate making this comparison is Andy from BB20 or BB15. Like that was kind of the closest that I had felt to a winner. And now having Jam Jam, it's just like, it it validates that sort of like representation that I really don't ever see on these shows. And it's like, it's it was just nice to see. It was really nice to see. Yeah, I'm all about representation. I love seeing representation. I mean, hello, black women, we don't get a whole lot of women. Everybody gets representation, I understand. It's like, yes, feel that, love that, enjoy the moment. Because like you said, Andy was your closest that you could feel on these scenes. Andy shows. and then like Todd from Survivor China were like the two that I was like, oh, they're the gay men that have won. Like, what about the hat? No, you don't care about <laughs> Okay, I mean. Anyway, I'm gonna forget you just said that. Um, <laughs> Jack, you had something you wanted to say. Go ahead. Jack. Yeah, Jack. No, go ahead. I mean, it it's. I mean, so statistically, first queer winner to win since Todd, which how has it been that long? Representation. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, what it is. And also. Uh, I believe first winner from Puerto Rico as long yes. uh, as yes. as as well as uh, top two being uh of Puerto, Puerto Rican descent. Both Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rico, like love that. Love I that. have a bunch of statistics actually. That's a nice little uh, segue into that. Um, if you're finished with your point, Jack. Oh yeah. No, I'm just finally we not only got Puerto. Puerto Rico represented. We got it represented twice, and they were the top two. And they were which the top two. somehow makes it once again that, and, and this is slightly counting Puerto Rico outside the U.S. Although there's they're, they're US, things that are happening. Trying. Yeah. Um. Now in the modern era, still. Canada, Countries Canada. outside the U.S. have territory. won Survivor U.S. more times <laughs> than someone from the U.S. Territory. <laughs> like, A 75% win rate for people that don't actively live in the U.S. Uh, <laughs> in the actual states, yes. Yes, in the, in actual the, states. In the continental United States. Right, but say because we have a territory and then Canada. Yeah. There we go. That's, because that's, Puerto Rico has oh. been rumored to be the 51st for like a while now, right? They, they don't want not, to. They, okay. they don't yeah. want to be. <laughs> I would love to see it happen finally if the people of Puerto Rico want that, but they absolutely yeah. don't want to be. Look, when you have states talking about we don't want to be a part of the state and they connect it to the state, like, <laughs> we, like mm-hmm. we are on this island, leave us alone. <laughs> leave us <Definitely>. alone. <laughs> Yeah. So we've got some fun trivia. Thank you to the Survivor Phantom Wiki for all of this because they're they always do great. So speaking on Jam Jam, uh, Survivor 44 is the first season to include a contestant residing in a U.S. territory at the time of filming. Uh, it this season contained the most LGBTQ plus contestants of any season with six. 
Uh, this is also the first season with three LGBT female contestants mm. and the first season with multiple LGBTQ plus finalists. Um, this is the first season since Winners at War where a hidden immunity idol negated the majority of votes at, uh, at a tribal council. Brandon. I'm pretty sure it was Brandon. Yes. Um, definitely. <laughs> um, this is the second season after Survivor 42 where three different tribes attended the first three tribal councils. Uh, as we know, it's the first season since Winners at War with a tribe switch, but it's the first season since One World where the number of members on each tribe did not change after the switch, and the first season since China to do so when the numbers were not previously equal. Um, is Survivor 44 is tied with One World for the fewest people voted out before the merge with four, and unfortunately, it's the only season where only women were voted out during the tribal phase of the game. Uh, it's the third season after Micronesia and David versus Goliath to have both an evacuation and a quit. Um, Survivor 44 is tied with Korong for the fewest players voted out with 12. Uh, it holds the record for fewest elimination votes cast with only 77. And like we said, this is the fourth consecutive season where the jury vote was 7 to 1 to 0. Okay, so they counted Matt as a quit and not a medical yes. evacuation um, because the reason so he had the medical situation mm-hmm. but that in that moment of it happening decision to quit. not take right. him out of the game he got did it. technically quit got it got because it. of the injury i mean i get but, it I, I got it i got it <laughs> yeah so yeah some good statistics in there some not as great statistics in there, but I mean, I'm I'm very, you know, we we talked about this at the beginning of this season when the first four elimination was all women after woman after woman after woman, and I was like, hello, I, this is where I think Survivor something has to change. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. I wish I could put my finger on it and say, you need to do this so this won't happen. But I don't mm-hmm. even know what it is because I feel like when you break these tribes up into three tribes and there are five people, of course they're going to vote out the woman first. Usually it's going to be the woman or the old person. Whoever, yeah. if you're old, you're gone. If, if you're, you're an old woman, woman even worse. Mm-hmm. Out the door, like period. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't like the three tribe situation. I really wish they would just do two tribes of, you know, with bigger. So it's more options because I feel like when you have five people, you're always going to think that we need to keep the, our strength up. We have to have people who are going to be strong and keep the tribe mm-hmm. strong. So who do we vote out? Oh, that little weak 105 pound woman over there. She's not going to contribute anything to the challenges. So we vote her out. And it's it's just going to continue to be that way if while they have these three tribes. I think that'll be my only solution is make it two tribes, just two, yeah. and it's six or seven people in each tribe. Whatever you do, whatever the math, the math well, is. Guess what, Lana? It's not going to be two tribes next season. But but didn't they start? I think they started filming this like after the pre-merge of this season. I think maybe they saw some of it. I, I don't so. I don't know how much I saw. So I'm so curious whenever, you know, we have these seasons back to back filmed. So obviously whatever happened in 43 was not going to impact 44 at all. But I think whatever happened these past two seasons, hopefully 
will be a wake up call for the women to be like, okay, you have to, you cannot just like let that happen again. Like, I so hope. We, so we do actually know the filming dates for 45. Okay. Uh, it filmed April 16th to May 11th. So April 16th. So day 25 was my birthday. Oh, nice. Very excited about that. Um, but yes, so I want to touch on the, there's literally two parts of the reunion I want to talk about because nothing else really interested me. One, yeah, it was so boring. Oh, one, the showman's, the showman's, which is still going strong. Happy for them. Right. I still think they should be called frat with two T's. <sighs> However, I guess we're going with Manny. So whatever. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jamie finding out that her idol was fake. Poor the baby. That was fun. I think that was the best part. I mean, y'all know how I feel about ever showmans. Is I, I, I just find it a little cringy because I'm like, I'm just thinking of the moments where you're trying to be all romantic and you stink and you're dirty and you're gross and you're like, oh, but you're sexy and oh, but you're sexy and you're. I don't feel cute or sexy in that moment. Dirt and mud and grime and I have to pee outside. So. That, but they got to have their moment in the jury house I, I, or whatever. They probably had several moments. They had several moments in the jury. And I'm like, sure, do that. I, it's just, release the I, tapes. Right? <laughs> release the right? tapes. Dominic. But I am happy for, for Matt and Fran. I think they're cute. They're great. So I'm, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all in for them. I hope they last long. But Jamie's face. When she's when Jeff was like, "Oh, Matt, Maddie, put that idol for you to find." She was like, oh, "What?" I was like, "It's so funny." And the, everybody was still like, "I didn't believe that you gave your idol to Kane." And Kane was like, "Yep, I walked everyone out." Was, with it. Everyone looked at Kane, and Kane was like, "Yeah, no, that's real." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. That was wow. funny. I think that was one of the funniest moments in this whole reunion because the reunion was kind of trash. Yeah. But at the end, we got our good old preview, Survivor 45. I do have the logo. Oh, yay. It's Birds. cute. It's simple. It is cute. I like it. I'm mad at it. I'm mad at it. It ain't the best. It ain't the worst. Uh -huh. I love this background, like red color. I really like that. But it looks a little clip arty to me, though. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they've done a better, yeah. better job on those pelicans. I feel like yeah. I love, I love that choice of a pelican, yeah. but I feel like they're just not done that well. No, it does. Yeah. It does feel like an org level. Yeah, right. I was where, kind of the same thing. Where it's like, okay, I can tell that you typed in the word pelican and grabbed an image. That's what it feels like. <laughs> and that's coming from someone who has designed logos to that degree before. So it comes from experience. And I I also do want to say so the full cast has not officially been released. However, some of us on this podcast may or may not know someone who is on Survivor 45. I'm so beyond thrilled for Brandon. Yeah. And he got a oh, lot of Brandon. No, I'm kidding. What? I'm joking. 
No, I didn't hear what you said. Do we know Brandon? I don't actually. (laughs) Dom is the only person here who does not know Brandon. Or Jack, do you know Brandon? Uh, I've seen him before and I was able to watch a couple of old clips. I didn't know him personally. I don't know him personally. I may have heard of him before. I mean, you know, somebody perhaps you might have <laughs> slid up in my DMs to ask me a favor once or twice before. You know, I might have talked to him. There he I is. might have talked Wait, to was him. it for Travis's birthday, Lana? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I was in that student. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You might have slid up in my DM once or twice to ask me to do something. So I I kind I kind of know of him. So this bit. this top row <laughs> knows him well <laughs> enough. I know. Well, um, I know people who know him. Yeah, yeah. you there, do. Yeah, yes. there at the party as well, and he was really. It was great to see him again. I haven't seen him for a while. It was great to see somebody from our community making on the show someone likable because right. I know a lot of people from the community I do not like or mess with. You know, but Brandon, one of those straight mm-hmm. white men that I will be rooting for this season. Absolutely, <laughs> girlfriend, and she's so wonderful. Brandon actually messaged me today, and he was like. Hey, I was lying about with my girlfriend, and she was like telling me how she enjoyed you meeting you and stuff. I was like, ah, she's so oh, sweet. So there's yeah. a couple, and he's gonna do amazing. He did get a lot of airtime in the trailer, so maybe that means something. Hopefully, I was gonna say if you if they didn't give names or anything, he's the guy with the long hair that talked about robbing a bank. He was wearing yellow. Yep. So, he was wearing yellow, and he had long, curly brown hair. Yeah. He got like three confessional moments, which makes me very excited. Um, I'm just thrilled because like I've played games with him and I know how good he is. And I know that like getting on Survivor specifically is a dream of his. And like you said, Robin, like we're just getting a really good trend now of really likable people from our community getting on Um, getting on the show. So now all of us need to start applying more, I guess. Well, forty-six. I think forty-six left yesterday too. So yeah, maybe someone else yesterday. And personally, I haven't noticed any weird disappearances. Uh, can everyone just like tap their nose and their ear to make sure that we're not a hologram or AI oh, or something? What I failed to tell you all is I'm actually in Fiji right now. Uh, I knew your response to but actually, I'm in Fiji. <laughs> I'm literally but in my bedroom because I will I will, never do Survivor. Yeah. yeah, I will never I would probably never do Survivor right now in the headspace I'm in right now. I was gonna say Robin, your background was different today. Mm-hmm. Look, Robin looks like she's in an unknown location. Robin! <laughs> I'm in the Robin! No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Aaron. live reporting from Fiji with my last yes. <laughs> The one thing that we saw that makes me feel a little excited. Come on, Gavel. Yes. The Are gavel. we getting the return of the auction? I would like to see it. Oh, was that the, listen? I, didn't, oh, yes. I should have taken another look. It was, it, but. it was a split second, Robin, but I clocked <laughs> it. I was like, no, that's a gavel. I mean, Jeff Probe didn't totally write it off. So no. So I would love an, an auction. Miss the auctions. I think the auctions are such fun times, especially if they're done right. And watching mm-hmm. Survivor Australia, they know how to do the auction right that I love. So and I so does South Africa. Yeah, I need that kind of energy. If 
auction. Don't let it just be some random auction that's just stupid and it's just like a whole bunch yeah. of food. And it's like, okay, sure, great. I need to see some kind of power uh, changing level uh, advantages or an idol that everybody spends all their money on and then it's nothing. And then they'd be like, oh, I spent $500 on yeah. some bread. <laughs> like, I want something good. Yeah. And we did see Bruce is back. I'm Bruce, very happy. I'm happy about that. I am. And- I feel like Bruce would have done something this season if Bruce could have stayed. And I hate the way he went out. Possibly. Maybe. Now, I don't Alleged. I don't know. He'll probably get on this season. I'll be like, mm, Bruce, I don't feel the same way about you did last uh, I don't know. Not, not you don't feel the same way about him. What what I, do you did you feel about him this I thought this season. I thought he was <laughs> tell him. He was dynamic. I mean, he brought a lot of personality I mean, jumping she, off the screen. Right. <laughs> he really made it he really started the season with a bang. Yeah, oh, um, no, Logan. No. I mean, Good. no, leave, leave, get out. He left it all at that challenge. He left it all there. <laughs> he left his mark there. He left it all oh. back. That's oh. oh. oh my god! I hope I hope he's as good as and 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 it appreciates that he gets to come back because a lot of people don't get to come back after they yeah where's courtney moon where right? is courtney moon? i was thinking the same thing i'm like where's courtney moon yeah because by they this can... metric she did nothing wrong and she deserves another shot too i mean well like, no she fell thing. onto that net incorrectly because jeff yeah. literally told them how and bruce slammed his head into something it's like well, you Jeff should not slam your head into that, that. that's a different story because I, I, no 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 i anyway <laughs> jeff did not explain that challenge like he didn't say you gotta go all the way down into the sand not to bust your head open on this top bar he told courtney how to fall onto that net and she just didn't listen yeah anyway, you should always have patterns Always. I hope that if they recreate the challenge, that there's padding on that thing. Could you imagine if it's the same challenge? Is this the first challenge? Not the trigger. <laughs> Bruce is like, I'm going to go very slow. I'm so sorry, everyone, but I'm not doing this again. And then we have someone else medically evacuated. No! <laughs> Just, uh, God damn it. No. Okay, we had a replacement this time. Bring him in. Anyway. <laughs> not bring him in. Final thoughts on Survivor 44. Uh, really, yeah. really good. Yeah. I would have to say, once the merge actually started and it wasn't whatever the fuck the pre-merge was, um, it was really good. A slow burn mm-hmm. is yeah. what I would call this season for sure. I think the merge didn't rely on like like previous season they relied on a lot of advantages and I think that's what I liked about 44 is that the merge really just relied on the players to carry the season as Mm -hmm. they should and didn't rely so much on like oh let's put in these more advantages I'm glad like knowledge is power didn't come back like I, I think that's what made it such a great season it's one of my favorites I think the winner totally deserving and great final three. Like uh, I couldn't ask for a better fi- final three. Yeah, no. Overall, it ended 
way better than it began. I still think that it needs to take a little bit of of the uh, real world guidebook and have people stop being polite and start being real again. I don't want like extreme nastiness. That's not what I'm saying. But everybody feels like they're on their best behavior and unwilling to, you know, let let us in on how you actually feel about <laughs> all of your I, fellow players. I, I will take a lot of accountability and and for all of us too. I think a lot of people feed into a lot of toxic stuff uh, that could happen online, and a lot of players see that, so they go on this show and they're a little more reserved because they don't mm -hmm. want to get canceled or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, for for anyone that's going out there and play, just be your authentic self. You know, if you could carry a villain role in a really good way, then you're not going to get canceled. Just be that likable villain. Mm -hmm. And I think we are going to see a little bit of that with 45, just from the the little I bit we so. I really hope so. So, but overall, a I'm solid season. Toxic, so yes. Yeah, a solid season, a very likable cast, and once the twists went away, phenomenal gameplay. Back half, one learn. of the best in a long time. So yeah. let the players play, and you'll get way better results than every twist that inevitably falls flat on its face. Jeff, you are not a game master. You just are not good at that. Like let's let's get real here. You know, it, it, they don't work out most of the time. So just let the players play, and you're going to have a thriving game because people are going to be fascinated by no matter what someone like Carolyn does. And let's hope for a freaking swap. Please, let's do a swap. Well, there was a swap this season. I mean, yeah, mm. but all the one players were like a actual swap where they mix yeah. up the entire yeah, tribe, you know? Right. Like, if you're like not going to give us the two tribe format, at least mix it up but give them yeah. a swap. I do an all-star season soon. <laughs> I want that too. I've, 50 I've, is around the corner, so I could but I, I, If you're 250, please, not legends. Like, I don't want to watch the same people come back again. I want some of the newer players and older players if they are willing to go back that far. To be to, for 50. I, would, I think second chance would be another great theme, you know, and really celebrate all of the decades of this show. Uh, reach back in, like, Bring Nally Bolton back finally, you know, like let's get some older names in there um, and some of the recent stars too. I'm How about all of you? Baylor. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I see the thing is, I would be interesting. I'd be interested in seeing them finally do like a pre merge only season. Mm -hmm. People who showed like genuine power in the pre-merge but just got cut well mm -hmm. so the problem is they're not going to be able to do that jack because i don't think there are enough white men voted out in the pre-merge yeah that's the issue so yeah not, I mean, not, not a cast full of women i'm down for that i would <laughs> honest to god in all women's mm -hmm. cast i think would be oh. amazing I want a final I mean, three of Reem, Jatia, and Alicia Holden. That is my dream final three. Yes. I'm gonna edit that. And I don't think this third person would ever come back. Reem, Jatia, and Nadia. Hmm. I would Ooh. like to see Nadia get a shot and actually play Survivor. But yes. 
We'll save all of our other thoughts for a potential Dream All-Stars video that might be happening soon. Who knows? We In the interim uh, between seasons, we've got a lot more content. There will probably be Survivor content. Hopefully, we will be doing some one-off videos. Hopefully, we will get around to our cup refilled because I really want to do Heroes versus Villains, y'all. Let's do it. Okay, thanks. I'm saving watching that for when we do that, so... Let's I mean, exactly. I think that should be the first thing we do for the cut refill is the survival. Yeah. Heroes versus villains. Because I'm down to watch that too. So maybe that'll be happening very soon. Right. We could um, try to reach out to some survivor players, see if they want to come on and talk about it. Great. Love it. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much for watching our full coverage of Survivor 44. Uh, the whole season is there, so if you want to go back and relive it through our lens, please do so. And we do so much other content on this channel, and right now there's not as much. So go back and watch our old content. Watch our new content. We've got stuff on the way. We've got, what, Claim to Fame coming soon, which I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Yes. We will actually be covering it this time instead of only covering the premiere. Uh <laughs> Anyway, life, 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 life. Um, life. make sure to uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, do all the YouTube things because you're on YouTube, you know, to do the YouTube things, so do them. Uh, follow all of us on social media because we're great. Get your merch, link below. Thank you to all of you, beautiful humans, for doing this with us. It's been a joy. I'm, I'm glad that all of us could come together for at least the last two episodes of the season. And Stay tuned for the cup refilled heroes versus villains. Yes. Yay. Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. 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 Bye. Bye. No, I'm not doing it.